Welcome back to Foundational Thoughts, the podcast of the Missouri Baptist Foundation. And today we're talking with Terry Brown, part three of a series that uh, we're going through called Church Marketing. And so far, Terry, we've discovered that church marketing is really just a church telling its story. Exactly. And we can't not do this because everything we do is telling some kind of story. And and we're called to tell our story. Oh, so so yeah. the, the Holy Spirit um, in Acts wants to give us power to communicate that story. Wow. Corporately and collectively as a church, and then individually, my testimony of what's going on. Right. So we've been talking over the last couple of episodes about um, the need for this, the the inability to avoid this, and the need to do it really, really well, because we've got something really, really important to talk about, and that's not... Uh, selling a computer or selling a chair, it's or carpet or carpet. My this dad's is, business, yeah. This is or this, Super Bowl, Pepsi commercial, or you name it. All those things. We've got something so much more, which is the transformation of a soul, a human life that'll spend an eternity with Him. So we've talked a lot about it, what it is and why the need for it. How do we do this? What's the what? What are some of the things we're supposed to be doing? How do we do it? That's a really good question. Uh, and I only know what I've either done or or noticed or sometimes read about. Um, but, I mean, you're using podcast equipment right now, and it, and it looks very high quality. And uh, and technology, everybody knows this. So you're listening to this, and everybody knows that technology has changed our whole culture. Right. Um, it's frankly made communication um, much more powerful. Um, it's, it's also done something else. It's made... The storytelling happened so fast, um, it's unreal. I, I showed you this website, Neil, of, it's called internetlivestats.com, and it had currently, right at this moment of today, how many emails, um, like I think it was 4 billion emails that already happened today. Already. Or it had tweets, or it had uh, the, the use of smartphone, or how many people are on the internet. Um, and, and how they actually measure that. Who um, knows? Yeah, who knows? I'm sure somebody um, does. But I did look up, I read this, uh, nearly 5 billion, there, there will be 5 billion smartphone users by 2020. So we're in 2019 right now. We are. So f- 5 billion, there's only 7 billion people on the planet. Wow. So 5 so, out of 7 will have a smartphone. A smartphone. And, and um, mobile users are using their phones about three hours a day. So again, good or bad, they're, they're, they're doing it. They're using their phone. They're on their phone. They're, they're checking their phone. Um, um, and then all the trends have become where now, because of how easy it is with apps, then we all just depend on directions, shopping, instant news, sports scores, weather. See, it used to be I don't know if you remember, but... You're much older than I am, so yeah, I may I am not. Older. You couldn't check the weather except watch TV at 5, 6, and 10. That's true. You could call the phone. You, you could, could dial the phone and get the time and temperature. No, that's true. You could, but you that's could all you call. could do was the and, time and, and temperature. And so you kind of knew that, okay, right around ten fifteen was when that weather guy that I like or didn't like right. was going to be on, and then, and then I'm going to find out that. So... Um, but this has revolutionized this, everything we've done. This has revolutionized communication. Yeah. And I think God has allowed it or given the, the, the creative invention ideas to happen so that we could communicate the gospel. And 
but but again, getting back to what really good marketing is or really good storytelling is, it, it, it's it's what Jesus is saying is let your light shine so that it may glorify God in heaven. So it's not it's not telling people the gospel just so that we can feel like we accomplished that. Make a sales pitch, yes. mark it off, and we've shared the gospel with that person yeah. instead of making that connection with the story. And what you're saying to us, I think, is that that Apple's struggling right now because they can't sell as many iPhones because, quite frankly, a lot of people who are going to buy iPhones have gotten their iPhone, and so they're having to switch to content. Right, because everybody's got their phones, and exactly. so now we're going to we're going to give you the content, and so people are going to be looking for content. You and I are able to create this content with equipment that ten years ago none of us could have afforded, but anybody in their basement can grab their computer and do that, which is awesome. But at the same time, that raises the noise level right. of all the communication. So it's not just a couple of voices. It's not just NBC, ABC, CBS, and Fox that are out there, and that we didn't used to have Fox. Right? There's more and more noise. So we as the importance of our story has to drive us even further and deeper to make sure that we're able to communicate this life-changing story at least equal to, if not above, the crowd. Exactly. And when I mentioned the book by Seth Godin, it's called This Is Marketing. Uh, and again, I love that he has, a, he has a Jewish background that I feel like he is, is people-focused first, mm-hmm. not dollars-focused. His main point is is that our... Is it our authentic story? Whether it's so, it's a it's a it's a it's a church. It's a, what people say about your church, how they describe you, um, how they don't describe you. Um, uh, it's what goes on in your community culture. That story that you're actually creating by doing, because people catch doing before they catch hearing. Mm. And so when you do first, when Jesus was actually giving the woman at the well water, or he was healing first, then he earned the right instantly to have a listener. And so so you're, what Godin says is, and, 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 you know, in other words, this is just so biblical, is don't get clever and copy the world with using technology just for the sake of, you got to get the word out there. Mm. Create your story so it's authentic. So show up and care about people. Find out what they need and care about them, and, and whether it's a church as well. People are coming to your church. What makes you different than any other church? Care about how they need to grow and what they need and what they need to learn. And, and, and then as you meet that need and that creates that story, Show up again and do it again. Create trust mm. because the greatest viral word of mouth, you know, viral is like a new word in the last 10 years, but it just means <laughs> it used to mean massive, something bad, didn't it? Yeah, massive word of mouth is somebody trusting to the point where they want to tell somebody else what happened. Mm. So then they're telling that story and they're saying, Gosh, we were we we heard about this event at the Recplex, and they were it was called the Back to School Bash, and they were giving away backpacks. But in reality, when we went, we sat down to eat a hot dog, and somebody came up and just said, "Hey, how can I pray for you?" Mm-hmm. And they really did listen, and so then I really did share about that I lost my job, and I really need to find a job. That I know I need Jesus, I got it, right? But I need a job, yeah. And you go, well, no, 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 get the other worked out, and they're saying, well. Now I'm not listening. So it's creating trust 
so that that word is passed, that story is, is, is just, it's viral, in other words. So this is where technology is pow- powerful. We have the most powerful methods today to give word-of-mouth stories that there ever has been. Mm. The, the, the things that we, as a church, kind of go, oh, I don't think I really want to get into the Twitter and Facebook because I don't want to be caught up in those communication methods. And it, it's almost like saying, I'm not going to use a phone to call someone. I'm just going to walk to your house and knock on the door. And, okay, you could do that. But that's, it's really not very effective. Mm. And, and so you find out the best way to use all these different avenues of technology all with the motive of, I want people to hear about your life change or your experience um, when someone prayed for you at the hospital or what Jesus has done in your heart or how he's healed you from cancer um, or that you're going through a lot of suffering and you're okay with it um, or that you're, you just went through a divorce. It's been the hardest thing in your life, but God's using that to actually change your heart because you've walked away from him many years ago. So all those, all those stories can be used in communication tools, whether, whatever they are, and be powerful because that's what people either want to read about it or see it or hear it, um, uh, and, and, and so we have that capability today. So are you suggesting then one of the things a church can do is to begin to capture those stories among exactly. your own people? stories of impact, and it doesn't really matter how you put that in there, if you print it up in the bulletin, you put it on the website, you tweet about it, or whatever the latest thing is. Create it's a video. Just a matter of capturing that and communicating. Exactly. And then, because otherwise what we think of is we think, well, gee, we have a, we're, we're going to get a new logo, and we're going to get a new, we're going to create a quota, new brands, so we're going to get a new logo, we, we've, we've got our core values, so we're going to communicate a new mission statement, and then um, we're just gonna we're gonna put that out there through some ads in the paper, and then everybody's gonna show up for their life to be changed. It kind of doesn't happen like that. Like it just doesn't. That doesn't. There's 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 so many choices today. There's a lot of churches seem similar today. So there there can be good preaching right. or preaching, right. and then there then there's worship and singing, um, and there and and then there's. Uh, um, you know, people having a Bible study, and then, and so, this they can be similar, and what can set you apart, frankly, is your ability to capture these stories of life change and be creative on how you're communicating them. And, and the, the good thing about all this is the need is everywhere. You, right. you can look almost in any different direction, and I bet most of your churches already uh, you don't necessarily have to go out and hire a big PR firm to come in and shoot some video and put you on commercials or television or any of those things. Really, I, I guess what you're saying, Terry, is to look around and what is your church doing that is making a difference, capture those stories, and use whatever means available to amplify that story out to the community. Right. And 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 you and you when you listen to people, you find out things like, okay, I love I love church. I love church. And, but the reality is I'm only getting to hear about a half-hour sermon or 35 minutes or whatever it happens to be. Um, and then, gosh, I don't know very much after that. Like, in other words, I got it. Mm-hmm. But then the rest of the week, 
I'm, you know, just kind of trying to figure out Bible study and having quiet time or some spend some time with the Lord or how to pray or just these things that I could be doing every day. But the brand's kind of been overall right. come, come on Sunday, Sunday night, and, and, and then sun- Wednesday night. Maybe. Yeah, in other words, that the, when we meet, come to the building. Mm-hmm. And because of technology, you're not limited to the building. So the so the the point of the building is let's gather people together, let's gather like-minded believers together who love God and want to grow. So that's powerful. But we work and we go to school and we live. And so technology is opening up these doors. And everybody knows about that, that all these different technologies that we're talking about. But the church has, frankly, just kind of been slow. Hmm. And, just, and, and, and it's too bad. In other words, the, the most creative being in the universe is God. Right. So I, I, I looked up yesterday. I think they're, they can't even – they can't possibly figure this out. So there's <laughs> 1 to the 24 – zeros, septillion times 20 stars in the universe, and they're all different. Wow. Neil, they're all different. Like, so we just go, I don't even know how to define or explain that. This is the most creative. God is, is so incredibly creative. There's, there's 18,000-plus species of birds. Birds. So he's so creative. And then we kind of go, well... Here's our plan. Come to church on Sunday and Wednesday, and then uh, we'll see you. And so you go, gosh, I could figure out, I could learn it. I could learn how to do technology. You're learning how to do podcasts. I don't know how to do podcasts. You could learn it, and then you could find out how to put it on a website. I don't know how to do a website. Go find out. There's Mm -hmm. someone probably that's 18 years old in your church that knows how to do it. You may have a website, and it looks like it's 10 years behind. Update it. Mm. Like, make it, start creating, teaching, content, stories, where people just start talking about you, and they go, gosh, have you heard about fill-in-the-blank church or, or this individual's ministry? I, I, I'm following them on, and I'm, you know, whatever the technology is. What am I doing? I'm, I'm listening, I'm watching, I'm studying their God story. Mm. And I just think we ought to be, if if we're we're, we're probably not going to you know be ahead of the curve on technology ever. That's fine, but we shouldn't be against it if it has an opportunity for us to really communicate the gospel and and really just a relationship with Jesus um, to the world. Well, it sounds like Terry Brown has given you permission to be creative in church marketing. Not in the marketing of trying to get somebody or sell somebody something that they don't want, but to tell your story, your unique story as an individual follower of Christ and as a collective group of followers of Christ, to be as creative as possible to tell the story of redemption of what Christ has done, because that's really what church marketing is all about. Terry Brown, thanks for joining me again. We're going to have at least one more episode as we continue to dive in on this idea of church marketing. So we encourage you to come back and listen to the last part of our session together. But thanks for listening to The Foundational Thoughts, the podcast of the Missouri Baptist Foundation. (laughs) 